Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast that I say you didn't know you needed. I'm looking at my two friends here. It's great to see Brent again. I say to my friends, take my hand. I've been here before. I need a barefoot lover. want to do it on the floor. I'm going to live my life like there's no manana. It's a beautiful wave. Power to the peace sign. Say hello, Josh. A little bit of seven from what? 1997. There you go. I was revisiting that a little bit earlier. I was like, oh, I, I forgot how much I like this song. And it became the song lyric of the day. Re released on vinyl for the first time earlier this year, late last yes. year. Yes, yes. Was that out of Italy, if I'm correct? I, I don't know. Somewhere overseas. I don't yeah. think it was Italy, but I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it's, that's a great album. Those that forget about it, we get kind of all wrapped up in the, the big first five. But uh, Seven was a pretty good album. I know we've talked about it before. And uh, Power to the Peace sign, bros. So everybody doing good? We good? Ready to rock and roll this episode? Ready to rock and roll this episode. Let's get it going. So, Josh. I ask you, what's in the box? What's in the what's box? The box? What's, what's in the, the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Have you guys ever seen the spoof with William Shatner with that? Where no. So it's it was on MTV like Music Awards, and it's it's William Shatner himself, and then it's William Shatner as T.J. Hooker, and it's William <laughs> Shatner as uh, uh, James E. Kirk, and they're out in the desert, and the Kirk is like. There's a strange vehicle. It's white. It's coming towards us. And the TJ Hooker Shatner looks at him and goes, it's a fucking Chevy van. And uh, anyways, they're all doing the what's in the box from the, uh, was that movie named Seven? It was named Seven. <laughs> wow. Look Not at that. Not even planned. Yeah, look at that tie-in. I don't know, Brett, have you seen that? Do you know what we're referencing with the what's in the box? No. Okay. Yeah, I did. I'm not. I'm not dogging. I don't. I don't think you'd seen that one. That's Brad it's, Pitt movie. Yeah, it's iconic. Is that right? Yeah. yeah what's Brad. In the box? That's why I box? didn't. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah. All right. So anyway, nice. Uh, but he'll see all those. Called... But Gene Simmons, acclaimed actor, he'll see those movies. Josh, so, I think I call that serendipity. Yeah, like that I know. That's weird. Uh, or kismet. So, um, so, anyways, I try to keep my Night Ranger collection organized. I have plastic bins for certain eras and us <laughs> we can hear everything brent uh, sorry about that i didn't know i was at the bottom <laughs> of the can um so uh with uh with only having so many topics that we can do and everything to stretch this one of the ideas was i'll just grab you know take the boxes we'll grab one item out of it and talk about it so that is it so here is the first box. Yay, look at that. Yay. Wow. We have no idea what Josh is going to spring out. So this is pre-Night Ranger Rubicon. So I was randomly going to pull stuff out, but I think I'm just going to have to take a gander and see what's in here. So here we go. Let's start with the first one. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? A plug. Um, let's see here. All kinds of good stuff. That's good. That's good. Um. Let's start with. We'll go. We'll go big here. We'll go big. What's in the goddamn box, Josh? Okay, <laughs> All right. I need to get me a. I need a, like a Brad Pitt. Like what's in the box? So we got a signature. We got two signatures on there. We got Jimmy Pugh, Brad Gillis, 
This is a Rubicon press release folder. Oh, wow. That's so this, cool watching a folder in that right? picture. So this would have um, been sent out to probably radio stations yep. and everything. So a glossy paper there. So that's the first album cover. Um, you can see inside it would have had contact information. Give them a call. See if they're still there. Oh, hang on. Um, and in, inside, I'm not sure what was all originally there. This is what was there when I bought this. You had promotional photo. There's Jack Blades. I mean, it just doesn't even look like Brad the Jack Blades. Gillis, Mr. Greg Eckler. Greg. This is again signed by Jimmy Pugh and Brad Gillis. I'm not sure why I didn't have Jack sign it. And probably what's probably the hardest to get besides actually the folder would be the. Oh, wow. And the biography that comes with them. That's great. So, you know, it talks about them coming of age at 20. Bradley Gillis is Rubicon's youngest and newest member. He received a guitar for his eighth birthday has been playing ever since. Brad's guitar playing is reminiscent of Jeff Beck, and he adds a strong rock flavor to the band. The distinctive bass sound that highlights Rubicon is supplied by Jack Blades, who's been playing bass since the age of 12 a native of Palm Springs, California. Jack's genuine enthusiasm for his music saw him join many local bands in Southern California. Jack was a pre-med student at San Diego State University. When he first met Jerry, he was so impressed with Jack's playing, he decided to put the band together structured around Jack's style of playing and convinced him to move to San Francisco to work until Jerry was ready to put the group together. Jack's friendship with Rubicon's drummer and lead vocalist Greg Eckler predates the birth of Rubicon. Greg and Jack have played together a number of years ago and were familiar with each other's musical styles prior to joining forces in Rubicon. So there you go. I got two questions for you, Josh. Yo. Regarding that. First of all, uh, how blown away was Brad when you pulled that out to get it signed? Was he like, where'd you get this? I honestly do not remember. Was that before all this started when you were like more working with him? Yeah, this I probably had to sign years ago. Um, Okay. So I do not remember uh, where I got that signed. Uh, I do remember getting something signed by Rubicon or of Rubicon by Brad and he had the back of the album. This would have been like 2009, somewhere around there. And uh, I just remember him pointing at Jack and making fun of how he looked. Um, so the other question I have for you on that, and I don't know if you've maybe broached, I'm sure you have, is have you talked to Jack and mentioned that Greg Eckler and we interviewed him, like does he have any fond memories of Greg or maybe that's a possible interview coming up that you don't know about yet? <laughs> Uh, I, so it was what, early May of 2021 when I went down to Houston Yeah. and, you know, first time I'd done anything with the band and what we were six months removed from when Greg, Greg passed. Um, we talked about it some there, um, you know, he hadn't seen Greg in some time and I told him about the interview and stuff we had done. So, you know. Just like, you know, many relationships, I'm sure there's a fondness there for 
how long yeah. you knew each other, but you know, obviously over years you grow apart and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know anything really beyond that, but yeah. All right. Um, but uh, and then my other Rubicon signing story was actually at Wabash in we 2000, never... 2004 where um, the guys, the rest of the guys came out and signed a few things. But Jack had to take off real quick after the show to the airport. So there's this um, loading dock. And a car picked him up all the way up there where people couldn't get to and drove out. So I see where he has to drive out. It's a one-way street. And I look, and that light's green. I'm like, that light's not going to be green by the time he gets down. So I walk across the street. He drives by. Sure enough, the light turns red. I walk right up to the window, knock on the window. Jack Blades looks up, and I just hold up the Rubicon album. And he goes, and he rolls down the window and he goes, where'd you get that? And he signed it for me. Now you got to remember this is for, you know, a lot, well, I guess eBay had been around, you know, some, but yeah. he, yeah. he probably didn't see him as much or weren't as easily accessible as they were then. So, uh, or they are now. So uh, um, that's my other little Rubicon signing story, but, uh, but yeah, uh, where I got that probably either a record show, eBay, something like that. But uh, um, I've had that for a while and, it's one of those things you jump on when you see because you just don't see those too often yeah, right yeah, I, I remember a mutual friend of ours of andy and our andy and i doug davis doug. comes home one day from everybody's records and he hands me the rubicon album and i said what's this he goes look on the back <laughs> and i was like holy shit i had i, I didn't know about it you know and that was pretty cool. I got mine back in the eighties. So I knew from my aunt having the, um, my aunt having the, uh, um, the new, the fan club newsletters that Rubicon and stereo existed back in you know the eighties and nineties, but I had no idea of records or what sure. they were or anything. Um, anything like that so uh so the next one we got here since there's really not a lot of dawn patrol i combined these so you can see night ranger dawn patrol midnight madness i get really um i get really descriptive when i make my uh my firing yeah. titles I'm just impressed with your organization like i have zero organization it, well, if you said my- me right now could you go grab a I Your did this when we started CD. doing the podcast because I started looking for shit and it was all together. Uh, and I was I, like, I, I, I don't even have all my CDs in the same box or the same shelf. Really? I mean, they're spread out, Brent. You would you would be so irritated with me if you saw where my stuff is down here in the basement. I have I mean, one of your CDs. Yeah, I mean, we're... Uh, I'm not going to blame it on we're still trying to fix stuff from this water repair we did, but... I need to spend a couple days down here organizing because I just threw everything I could find just to put stuff on shelves. No order whatsoever to it. All right, yeah. we'll go with this. Uh, I think we have definitely made the, uh, the Night Ranger secondary market a little bit more uh, interesting. So here we go. Oh, whoa. Don Patrol on the 8-track. You can see it's so most of them are going to be Columbia yeah. Records Club CRCs. Now, was that available outside of Columbia? 
I don't recall seeing that in the store. I cannot tell you. I don't think I've ever seen one without CRC. So, um, yeah, they were still making eight tracks well into like 1984 or offering them. <laughs> well, you have the, a player, Josh. I do. It's actually a portable one. I'm curious where the song breaks in the tracks. So you have you always get an interruption. Yeah. So you, so you got play rough the beginning and play rough conclusion. Yeah. There you go. Eddie's coming out tonight beginning and Eddie's coming out tonight conclusion. So those are the two. What a horrible... what is, what's it? What's the track order? Track order is don't tell me you love me. Can't find me a thrill. Play rough. Call my name. Night Ranger. Sing me away. Young girl in love. Eddie's coming out tonight. At night she sleeps and Penny. Edward Tuppy's favorite song. So uh, there we you need go. To talk to him about that. And this, I, Midnight Madness is sold for like 150. Uh, Dawn Patrol and maybe Seven Wishes sold for like 150. I mean, so these are not cheap. And they were never really cheap, but it used to be like, I may spend 40 bucks on it, you know, and eh, I would get them if they were 40 bucks. Um, now it's just like someone puts them up for 99 bucks and they're sold. Um, oh. um, you guys know I, I made a pretty penny off an eight track last week. Yeah. Sold a kiss one for $550 last week. Hated seeing it go. God, I hated seeing it go, but that it feels pretty good. You know, yeah, I would say for that, let that stuff go and get the money and have some fun with it. My other thing is this this is vintage 80s bandana, oh, man. And this should be my original. I think I may have bought another one, but I just remember, you know, because back then as a kid, there wasn't much Night Ranger stuff, <laughs> at least that I saw. And I remember my aunt had a pin, like you would wear, you know. It was square. Yeah. It was had them in the, you know, it was them. I remember I had my, I wanted that. My grandma got that because my aunt had it. My aunt had this, and I think she got it for me. So, um, Midnight Madness era. It's got it's a bandana. So you got the different color logos there, and you got the uh, the band there. Is that from a concert or is that like a flea market type? No, yeah. this 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 was sold in record stores. They record got it stores, at the yeah. record store. I mean, it is licensed. Um, there should be a trademark on it here somewhere, but uh, um, was licensed. I know Brent and I used to. We had a flea market between our two houses, and we would just scour it. And there was always, you know, yeah. the mirror, the Def Leppard mirror, and the, all those bootleg things. You know, there. Us, you know, we used to buy a bunch of that crap. Remember the painters' caps? How popular the painters' caps were back then? Dude, I still have one that's signed by. Um, I don't remember. I think Cheap Trick somewhere. But uh, yeah, so yeah, like I said, that had to be somewhat cool if you just think like you go from, you know just being hey we got our first record deal we're trying to do this and the next thing you know you're you take it off on mtv you got bandanas being sold in stores all over the country of your face oh, yeah. and stuff uh but uh and one of those just sold on ebay i saw someone sell it selling it i think it sold for maybe 20 bucks really um seven wishes boom 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 what do we got in here for seven wishes all right i got something flying around down here I think there's seven wishes in that box. Let's see here. What do we got? Seven wishes. I won't. I won't do the eight tracks since we already did an eight track. Um, What's the song break on the eight track? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Why you had it there? All right. So uh, 
Seven Wishes, Interstate Love Affair, I Need a Woman Beginning, I Need a Woman Conclusion, Four in the Morning, Night Machine, I Will Follow You, Goodbye Beginning, Goodbye Conclusion, Faces. Horrible. Sentimental Street. He would think. track was a horrible, horrible concept. (laughs) I'm putting it out there. Well, there was no way to time them out. They did it the best they could, you know. But that, you know, like the Creatures of the Night I had, you know that was crazy here we go we got a news article from the indianapolis news friday august 16th so this would have been um a couple days before the columbus ohio show that we all saw on the seven wishes tour the members of night ranger don't want record buyers to get the wrong idea about them sure they're happy the public made top 10 hits of the last two singles, Sister Christian and Sentimental Street, a pair of Night Ranger ballads, but don't categorize Night Ranger as balladeers. We're a rock and roll band, make no mistake about it, said Night Ranger guitarist Jeff Watson. Our old fans know that because they've heard our albums and have seen us play, but it's new fans I'm concerned about. So you can see even back then they're worried about the, the ballads and everything yeah. else. Um, Talks a little bit more about uh, the two ballad releases were choices of Night Ranger's record M- record label MCA. The band wanted the up tempo title cut from its current album Seven Wishes to be the first single, but the land but the band wanted or but the label wanted Sentimental Street. So um, I could see that. Talks a little bit about uh, Camel Records, a little bit of their history. Not Camel Records, but uh, Boardwalk um, going out of business. Um, Mostly this interviews with Jeff. Brad and I work on songs and then take the solo section that fits our particular style to play. Even though Brad has played with Ozzy Osbourne, I come from a harder rock background. I usually take the burning solos that require more speed and technique. Brad usually takes it if it requires a more flowing sound with a vibrato. Um, Watson has one song on the LP, Goodbye, which he co-wrote with Blades. The song features Watson on acoustic guitar and Watson assists again. That the band is not wimping out by playing softer music. It's a kind of it's kind of nice to play that way after a long period of headbanging. I don't want to think kids now they are in tune with the acoustic guitars they were when Led Zeppelin did it. They can relate to the guitar strictly on an electric level, but it's good to remind them that there was an acoustic guitar before electric. someday I'd like to do something on a classical guitar. So there you go, Night Ranger, major newspaper. They played Indianapolis, I think, the next day. Then Columbus, then was it Cincinnati afterwards? Yep. When we camped out for Brent, right? Yep. And the Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead (laughs) ticket. Big life. Yeah, it's what you make it, Josh. What you make it? Let me guess you have some rain in there. (laughs) Does it come crashing down on you? Uh, let's see here like crazy um we got some magazines and stuff we'll just pick this another article small little article here but it's jeff watson with some ladies yeah night moves night ranger rot the halls of an indiana high school recently after wapahana high school junior holly murrell won a contest to bring the band to her town here holly second from the left and her pals get a guitar lesson from night rangers jeff watson Yeah. What did they do? Did they do a concert there or did they? I think they did the concert there for like the agree, yeah, you know, whatever. 
there you can even on this pass here a little bonus one edge and agree presents oh yeah i got Night my concert shirt right here somewhere go put, put it, it on for you again if you want yeah go put it on <laughs> i might wear that to a show here we, here we go Man if they play ring comes crashing down i'm wearing that i'll pull that shirt out what do we want from Man in Motion? Hmm, 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 Memories hmm. from Bogarts. Hmm. Mm, ho, ho's. Got some press releases. Some it was press. them. <laughs> it was that me. It was the other three. Yeah. <laughs> I think we showed this on another episode, so I won't. Yeah, CD Mini. Uh, let's just do this. So uh, what about this? From a VHS of I Did It For Love, it looks like. So this would have been probably a promotional video that they would have sent, you know, night flights or MTVs or whatever. Uh, night I don't flight. Know. So just a VHS. Those went to record stores and radio stations. I used to have a fake record store called Memory Lane Records. And, po- and I would write Polygram or call them. And I had to fact I had to make up my own fax letterhead and everything. And I faxed over to Polygram and told him we were having a kiss day to celebrate the release of Revenge and the tour. And they sent me all the promo videos for, for the record store. The, the record store. You shady motherfucker. Hey. There he is. So there you go. MTV um, wasn't showing every time I look at you, and I had to get a pro copy of it. So there That's you really go. cool. Um, I don't think they're too hard to get, but um, yeah, my mom used to come, she worked at a radio station, used to come home with that stuff all the time. I used to have tons of promo yeah. VHSs. Quick, uh, fans in motion instant trivia, Josh. I almost picked that song as my lyric of the show. Look at that. I'm just saying, there's something going on, Jay. Andy. So, uh... So if, uh, speaking of Man in Motion, there was someone that posted a uh, like a review or something like that. And was an earlier review because they listed the song titles on the record. And there yep. were only nine songs on there. And so I made a comment where, how do you go from nine to 11? And it said the release date would have been like early July or something, which I think one of those uh, promo photos and press release talks about it being early july as well which we all know it didn't get released until andy's birthday into september and what happened was they submitted the album no ballads mca wants a ballad night ranger goes back in writes records restless kind (laughs) that didn't move the meter for mca so then russ ballard i did it for love came into the picture um, I want to say Jack flew to England, maybe. I think there's something in there where he flew to England and got with Russ, and that's how they got that song and um, they recorded it. And so they threw both those songs on the record, released I Did It for Love as the first single. And there you go. That's how that's you all she from, wrote. And that's how you went from nine to 11. And night ranger guitars are back and then the first scene in the video is jeff watson on a mountain playing the synthesizer 
I would love to, if we ever get the chance to interview these guys again, maybe we should make a list of some questions of how frustrating is that when you submit what you think is a great album and you're done with it. And then the label is like, I don't think so. What else you got? I mean, we I need a ballad. I know seven wishes when it went in to get mixed, they got a tape of it when they were in Japan and they listened to the mix and like, what the hell happened? Like yeah. there's no bottom end to it. And so, uh, um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, you know, a good question of yeah. know, what's out like there just that... in the moment. Like, you know, are you pissed or are you just like, okay, I get it. Yeah. That's what you want. I mean, or, cause you're like trying to get away from this, this ballad label, but it's like, yeah, we want you to write us a ballad. It's like, shit. Oh, <laughs> and since you guys can't seem to do it, we're going to bring in someone else who can do it for you. Well, it's probably a time thing at that point when they did restless kind and they didn't move the meter. Yeah. But uh, I mean, look, I like I did it for love. I know there's a little some people that don't care for it. I think it's a good tune. I like it. I mean, it's not it's, good. it's not the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, exactly. So uh, um, that's a nice backhanded compliment. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you've done worse. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so Night Ranger 89 to 95. That's a pretty would... vague label. Well, it's pretty much anything from when they broke up, like greatest hits, to uh, through Mojo. Yeah. Look at that Mojo hat! Look at wow, that. I don't remember seeing those. That's really cool. In front of it looks like a restaurant logo. Skinny, the skinny Night Ranger logo looked like on the back. Here, yeah. here's here's some good stuff here. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Is that you? That's me. That's yeah. the Al, Al Rosa Villa, 1995. And you've got my shirt on. That's December of 95. Um, Which Al Rosa is now gone. It yeah. is. They leveled it, didn't they? Yeah. They did. They're building uh, apartments here. Um, let's see what Brent, do you remember the Mojo show we saw over at the... Uh, yeah, Coyotes. Coyotes. Do you remember? I don't remember merch being there, but there had to be, right? Yeah, because you bought me the shirt there. But that, I mean, I don't remember anything else. Like, I mean, I just remember the t shirt. And it's like I said, you know, the story goes back to Man in Motion at Bogart's. Yeah. And I didn't have any money with me. For some reason, my, my money was at home. Yeah. And I asked Andy, can I borrow 25 bucks to get a shirt? And he looked at me like I, like I had four heads. Yeah. I was and, like, no, you're not yeah. good for it. Yeah. And he said, no. And, I, I was I was heartbroken. I was like, I always got a Night Ranger shirt at a concert, you know. And so we we're at that show. He just walks up to me and hands it to me. He goes, "This makes up for Man in Motion tour." Yeah, and it probably didn't, but it, I felt a little better. <laughs> you don't even remember saying that, do you? I don't. <laughs> I do. <sighs> All right. What else you got, Josh? So from that era, we got this. Honest to God, is that tablature? Yeah, sheet yep. music. It is. Uh, I'm surprised sheet music was still being sold back then like this. Uh, Willis music. Guitar, guitar and vocal. Guitar music series hot hit. Um, this was actually, you can see where this was sold. I guess it's got the stamp there. This is a uh, Canadian, yeah. I think, there. Uh, 
Markham, on Ontario, Ontario. $4 and, well, whatever, Canadian dollars, $4.95. Um, but there you go. Some, uh, some Brad Gillis stuff for the ladies. You know, while you're looking around, I almost had a what's in the box for tonight. Yesterday, I was at my local record establishment, and I found a great pressing of Out of Bounds soundtrack and a promotional copy of the teacher soundtrack. And I was going to get them both for $11 altogether. And I pulled out the vinyl to look at it, and I flipped it over, and it said, from the music library of Mark... I don't know. Spitler. He, he, no, he had taken uh, like postage thing, you know, yeah, like address thing. labels. Yeah. It, thank you. Address labels and stuck them to the, to the inside, either to the, um, yeah, the label. And so when I saw that on out of bounds, I'm like, well, I ain't buying that. And then so I pulled out the teachers and that fucker, it was the same guy from the collection <laughs> of, I was like, son of a bitch. And the vinyl was beautiful, but I, I was trying to peel them off, and they've been on their way too long. So Josh, don't do. Josh probably has a secret to get them off. Nah, I mean, there's ways to get stuff off, but those with the paper, I think it would have disintegrated the label. So, yeah. I mean, you know, on some of those, some stuff I don't care. Like I actually like it. Like, I like getting the old records. Like I remember I got this record, country western record, came out in. 65 right and the lady had put her name and address and stuff on the record and i googled it and it's this old apartment complex so you just think about at one time this lady god knows what her job was but you know she's working hard she goes she buy goes to a store to search this record out buys it it means so much to her that she takes the time to put that information on there somehow this was like northern ohio Somehow it ends up at a thrift shop in Lancaster, Ohio for a quarter. And you just wonder that whole progression, like how did that happen? Like just at one time, this record meant something to someone and now it's in a store next to nothing. So like what happened to Mark in this situation where he enjoyed his collection so much to label it and take care of it. And now it's just for sale. You know, what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to kick the bucket one of these days and people are going to be like, hey, I want this kiss thing. And it's going to have Brent Walter's name on it. They're going to like, ah, fuck that. They won't have the name on it. No, they'll, I, be uh, like, they'll be thank God it doesn't. No. Nah. This is a good collection. I, I, I can't believe I got this. This uh, I, bought this, uh, I bought this. I bought this. This kiss uh, pinball, pinball machine, machine for 800 bucks off this family. It was great. Wife was so happy to get rid of it. Yeah. Two hundred and ten dollars. I um. That's what I paid for it. Yeah, shut up. I uh, <laughs> yeah. Now they're what six thousand dollars now. I have a monkey's greatest hits album, Josh. That I uh, I put my Andy Parker on. So right, right on the cover, like right across their faces. Like, yeah. Like, well, did you take it to school? Yeah. Yeah. I probably did. And I was like, no one's taking my monkey's greatest hits album. You know, all the kids would bring their records to school during rainy days, and we get to listen to records, and they'd write their name on them, and I'd be like, oh my, what are you doing? And they'd write Paul under Paul Stanley and Ace, and I'm like, why? Why do you? You know, it's a conversation started. Oh. So. Yeah. Good times. Just like when I told Tom Shannon, I found that 
crazy dynasty, you know, myth, not misprint, but the other version of it. And somebody took those pinky shears and went around the, you know, <laughs> oh, I thought you just destroyed an expensive record. Yeah. All right. So we'll go to the Shaw Blades damn Yankees era. This, I, this one won't count. This is just a uh, bonus. Single. The single. Yeah. Straight down the, li- the line, non-album track as the B-side. Still surprised these were being made in 95. But let's see here. What do we want? Let's go. I always enjoyed the singles because you usually got like a, a bonus track of some sort. Yeah. Well, a favorite Tesla song. I actually just posted it on Facebook that it was Run, Run, Run that I don't think was ever on an album, but it was on the back of a single and I loved it. Sorry, a segue. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I remember that. Signed by Ted Nugent there. Um, <laughs> Summer of 91, so those that don't know, so back before you would have <coughs> internets and emails and stuff, before a tour started, you would get one of these books, and it had every date in there where you were staying. At the beginning, yep. it would have time zones and area codes, so you would have all the information for the upcoming tour. So if you open this up, it's got all the personnel. So you can see, you know, Jack, Ted, Tommy, Michael, yeah, and you know, stage manager, road manager's names, everybody, bus driver. You got all the offices, so like the accountants, you know, the bus places, you know, everybody there. You had um, the uh, time zones yep. and area codes, and then each date. So if let's see here. So September 11th, 1991, they were in Pensacola. So you can see it gives the hotel they're at, the venue, promoter number, what they're doing after the show. That, that's an Edward Pepe job right there. Yeah. So um, it tells you what t- damn Yankees comes on at 730, 730 to 850. <laughs> There's a fitness center. The venue is right across the street, so each each date has something there. So, um, I don't know. You used to be able to find these for 15 20 bucks. They seem mm-hmm. to sell for more now, but uh, cool little pieces of info to have. And oh yeah, That's definitely really cool. cooler if you had them at the time. You know? Oh yeah. But uh, um, you can find yeah. you can find them still online and stuff. Yeah, and that was that was to help when the band walked on the stage, they knew where they were. Sometimes the road crew would write down the name of the city and put it on the lip of the stage so the, so the band knew. And I remember seeing Kiss in Dayton, Ohio, and three nights later, seeing them in Columbus, and I think Paul Stanley must have pissed somebody off because he goes, hello, Dayton! You know, it comes out, and we're like, no, we're in Columbus. <laughs> close how, how, do you, how do you yell that out? Hello, Peyton. One little kiss. Anyway, um. All right, so there we go. Um, so the next one I got is '96 to um 2010. So uh, let's see what we got here. Um, it's a hell of a stretch. Well, there's just not much that's I out know. there, but uh, we do have this. 
magazine advertisement. MVP, Japanese, huh? For Rockin', Rockin' Japan 97. You can see they got the ads for the Japanese Neverland and the Japanese uh, New York Time EP. Awesome. Zero records. So there you go. The bits. Um, <laughs> that's also when Jack or Brad cut his hair short. Yeah. yeah. And then we got this show that none of us ever got to see. Oh, uh, yeah. They're all the beautiful rock never stopped. Is that the Columbus one? Yeah. And Metro Stage. God, that was such a disappointment to pull up to that building. <laughs> and I remember looking at anyone. There's no way a concert is going to go on in here. Remember I know, that? I know I found out about it a couple of days before. Yeah. I, well, I didn't go. I didn't go up, but, uh, Rock Never Stops, starring Ted Nugent with special guest Night Ranger, Quiet Riot, Quiet Riot. And Slaughter. Yeah, I'll never forget. Uh, it was what, me and Christina, you and Ethel? Gary and Tara. And Gary and Tara. We drove all the way up. I mean, so did you. And then you told us it wasn't happening. And we just like, didn't believe it. Like, no way, it's got to be going on. You know what's sad is uh, how long we've been doing this is uh, Brent and i you're and christina didn't you guys go see phantom menace without air conditioning or something that's that's correct <laughs> and, and we walked out of phantom menace and went to the target and i found um a couple kiss hot wheels i didn't have when well, they weren't hot wheels they were some other band brand yeah and so that made the trip worthwhile at least i got um the four cars i've been looking for you know, it's funny is i don't remember that show being all those bands oh don't I you thought we were just going to see night ranger my memory I, I don't remember all of that. I yeah, remember because just, I remember I mean, you and I just my memory, people. I don't have an issue. I just don't remember stuff like I that. I remember us talking about, you know, is Ted going to come out with Jack and do a couple of damn Yankee songs? Yeah, no recollection. Gary yeah. might get him on the blower. He might remember it. Whew, yeah, I've been crazy. And then Night Ranger 2011 to present. So what do we got here? Hmm, probably something with a lot of flames. Um, so we got uh, there we go, the meet and greet from 2011. Sweet, <coughs> you put that on eBay. Um, what do we got here? What is this? I don't know. I got to read it, but this is the letter. Night Ranger logo there. Night Ranger is excited to be back on the road. They are also excited to reserve tickets for you before they went on sale to the general public. If you have any questions regarding the order, blah, 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 if you purchased a fan club. All right, so apparently I ordered something, tickets, and I got that. Never mind, not as cool as I thought. Um, Hello, insider. Uh, what else we got here? Um, you got Andy's official nice Ranger back scratcher. I'm going to put a Fans in Motion logo on this. Every time you pull that out, I think of the old Simpsons episode where they had Cletus' slack jaw yokel. Yeah. And it's Bart and it says, All I got is a stick and brush to wash my back. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, I don't remember that. 
when I started doing um like going to the shows like so the first show that I did when I this all kicked off with the band was I flew to Houston in May early May of 2021 so I saved just like everything I I had in my pockets when I came home so this is my Houston packet so we got the airline ticket nice still a little surreal I remember going downstairs and like I'm going to dinner with my you know I went to yeah. dinner with Jack and mm-hmm. Jack and Kelly were there. And I mean, you talk about a little bit of nervousness. Like that's the first time I met Ed in real life. First time I'd met the crew. Um, somehow I got the warehouse where the venue was a button um, sticker. And what do we got here? The set list. This is set list from May of 2021 or last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we could have guessed. So uh, somehow, some way, 4 a.m. Sing me away. Coming of age. Sentimental street. Secret of my success. Alice doors. Night ranger. Come again. High enough. Goodbye. When you close your eyes, don't tell me you love me. Sister Christian. Rock in America. And then this was the envelope he threw my VIP thing in. So. Uh, you know, there you go. Um, a little bit of just coolness on my end, probably not anybody else's, but uh, <clears throat> and let's do one more. What we got here? A uh, the can koozie, which I think they still sell. Yeah, I probably got another one in there somewhere. Here it is. High road. I like that one. There we go. And our parting note will be a little bit of a tease for next week's episode. The program for the first Danny Rapepi Memorial Concert. So that leads us into what is going to be in the box next weekend. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that's the episode of What's in the Box, just something for us to uh, put together real quickly and uh, just have a little fun with. And- well, I'm more amazed that when you when you suggested What's in the Box, I thought you were just going to take a few things and put them in a box. I didn't know you really had totes <laughs> with, I mean, yeah. you, you're, you, you're more girly than I thought. Well, it's more military, actually. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, no, it's pretty cool. I it's had, really cool. I had stuff maybe in totes, but when we started doing this, I go, I need something from this. Yeah. It's like, okay, I need to put this a little bit to where, okay, I know if it's Mojo we're talking about, I can go right to this. You know, the only thing that's worse is I know I have it and it's not in that box. And I'm like, fuck, now where yeah. is it? You know, so, uh, um, I still got so, some totes I need to go through that I've never gone through and pulled stuff out. So, um, so it doesn't bother you that you don't have all your eight tracks together and your CDs together. Well, the CDs and stuff and records are all together. This is kind of the eight tracks are in there. Cassettes maybe are in there, but um, you know, everything else CDs are on the CD wall and the records are in the, you know, I um, mean, he had that little three inch CD. Yeah, but that's not going to fit in that rack where very well. It's 
you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've got my Kiss ones and Def Leppard ones like that. Um, so. And they just go on top of the CDs. I almost hate that more. You know, it's like I don't like shit just laying on, on top. So, uh, but yeah, and then I got a stack of stuff off to the side that's sitting over there that I need to put in the right you know bins so there's still a stack there that i need to go through and um but yeah that's generally that's how i kept some of it like i said there's still random stuff all laying around and i do have some stuff on display like on top of shelves and stuff like the long box for man in motion and Mm -hmm. and then you got some shit back here shit from previous episodes laying on the floor so uh um but yeah, that's uh, that's that's probably the easiest way for me to at least keep track of some of it. Yeah. But next episode going to be a good one. Start saving your cash. We got some exclusive yes. Night Ranger news. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. So, uh, but like I said, start putting some money back because you are going to be making a road trip. You're going to be staying a couple nights somewhere. Yes. Um, if you are not, if you know, you may even have to buy some airline tickets. So yeah. start donating blood plasma. You only need one kidney. Um, yeah. Start Pretty getting sure. that money to uh, money together. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. And uh, we can't wait to see people's reactions to what yeah. uh, people are going to, some people are going to lose their shit on the page. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. A lot of nipple rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of it. Hello. (laughs) You do me, I do you. Plus, um, we've got um, Night Ranger getting ready to go over to Sweden and what have you. So that's going to be cool. Good times coming up, man. So uh, it's going to be a good summer. There you go. So if you're uh, listening to this, make sure you find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Apple Podcasts, YouTube is the really fun one. You should uh, click and link and like and subscribe yeah, this, and leave this, comments. Listen, this episode is going to suck if you're listening to it. I should have said yeah. that at the beginning. You should have yeah. prefaced that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Use, hey, use your imagination. So, yeah, uh, Or go to YouTube. It's your yeah. best bet. If you listen to us, well, if you listen to it now, it's too late. Go back in time. Get your DeLorean up to 88 miles per hour. Go back to the beginning go to youtube or you could just edit that portion at the very beginning and then fade out into andy going oh that's work yeah it's memorial day let's have some fun so uh yeah thank you to all all our veterans out there josh thank you for your service i appreciate it all right let's uh andy sign us out thank you everybody thanks for being part of this don't forget to uh, go to the facebook and instagram and twitter I think Josh said Twitter's the best way you can get quick information from us uh, and the band, not us, really. We're the band. And, uh, of course, check us out on all your podcatchers, uh, Apple Podcasts, Audio Mac, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Have a good YouTube. night. Have a good, <laughs> have a good night, day, whatever time you're listening to this. Tell them to have a good night again. Have a good night. <laughs>